NRL 720 podcast. We're back. We've had two weeks off. Well, I had two weeks off. I was up up in beautiful God's country, North Queensland, for holidays for almost two weeks. Um, but apparently these boys down here have been keeping the country going while I've been away. So, Kerrod and Mac are on the line tonight. Boys, how are you, Kerrod? Good, thanks, mate. Yourself? Beautiful. Macca, um, you've got a little bundle of joy into the world now, mate. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Jason. It's been a pretty busy um, week and a bit, so, yeah. Beautiful. On your toes. Boy or girl, mate? A uh, little boy, mate. Little Louie. Little Louie. Little Louie to the world, yeah. Little Louie McLaren. So, watch out for that name in, what, 19, 20 years' time? Yeah, mate. Yep. Hopefully. All right. Which, which, which team do you want him to play for? I play for the Dragons. Play for the Dragons. Take over for Benny Hunt and halfback? Yeah, yeah, I reckon we'll get him there, mate. You'll probably play a little bit of hook, maybe a little bit of hooker too, yeah. like his father. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Little little quick footed hooker like his dad can can slot a field goal from anywhere. Get him on the ball, mate. Um, do those dirty tackles because um, you know people like Kerry don't like to make tackles, so someone's got to do the uh, hard stuff. All right, dirty stuff. Is he going to be better than you on the drink? Well, that's that's pretty hard to do, mate. So we'll <laughs> it's, it's it's not hard to do at all to be better on the drink than you. Um, <laughs> Uh, boys, I don't know if you've heard before we get into all the footy talk, but uh, there was a cow in Hampshire um, last week that uh, apparently got stuck in a tree for hours. It took firefighters over an hour to dislodge it. Um, the firefighters were quoted as saying that it was utterly ridiculous. Hang on, I should have a should have something for that. Yeah, that's a good joke, that one. Uh, we're going to go to our resident cattle farmer, Kerrod, mate. Have you ever had to do anything like this? Have you had Cows, dogs, cats, scrub turkeys, anything stuck in some weird places out on your farm? Ah, uh, yeah, mate. It's pretty regular to get the old cows stuck in the tree, especially those old fork trees. They sort of it's regular. Wedge their heads and yeah, mate. Yeah, they're not the smartest of animal in the world, so <laughs> um, they tend to uh, get their heads wedged in the trees and um, try and pull out, and they get a bit uh, confused. And yeah, it's pretty regular to see the old one dead, mate, in the uh, in the trees. So really, that regular. Yeah, that's probably so the most they're, common. They're that stupid, are they? They're, they're a bit like sort of a uh, playing halfback for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, mate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, you've been saving that one up all day, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I have been waiting for that. Say that one for a while now. So yeah, that's good. Uh, but hey, all right. So what? What cattle? What's the what's the theory? Why are they getting their heads stuck everywhere all the time? I don't know, mate. Why do they keep breeding to get killed for meat every year? <laughs> <laughs> Good point, I guess. <laughs> Bloody morons. Uh, they taste delicious, but uh, and and you know they're quite expensive, which is why you're able to shout, you know, thirty dollar beers in certain establishments for the boys. <laughs> Speaking of beers, what did you just crack, then, Macca? Yeah, that did sound like a beer. Um, we are on a Han three point five today, gents. Do you oh, drink anything else but the cheapest arm um, 3.4? <laughs> is whatever's on special that week. Shout yourself, mate. You're a father. <laughs> no, nah, it's just the low, low carbs, mate. Just trying to watch that. Uh, oh, I think that Jason carbs. keeps picking me on own. Well, how is that little pudgy gut? Is it getting better? Is the low-carb beers <sighs> working or what? Oh, it's just a uh, neutral, mate. Just in the middle there. <laughs> just not bigger, not smaller. Just, just in there. <laughs> not firm, not flabby. Just a little bit of both. Welcome mm. to the dad bod club, mate. You've got to let yourself go now, mate. <laughs> Just keeps me warm, you know, warm and fuzzy and stuff. Let yourself go. Yeah, exactly. It's not natural to see a dad with flat abs. Have you stopped drinking? It's a good good drop. Have you stopped drinking in the last week, Macca, since since becoming a father? Have we got you at your soberest point? Yeah, exactly. 
No, I just have a couple of them every night. I just uh, take the edge off, mate. Yeah. Take the edge off. It's hard no, being a father. Nothing too, nothing too serious. Yeah. yeah. No, can't afford to be hung over, mate. Yeah. Excruciating labour. Were you in there for like two days and doing all the hard yards and beside Bobby the whole way? Nah, nice quick one. But yeah, I was up there, up at the uh, head end, mate. Just, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you film it? Uh, nah, 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 nothing like that, mate. Come on, let's change the subject, eh? No one wants to listen to that. <laughs> You didn't go down the other end, Maka? Didn't go down the other no end. No, stood, stood behind, <laughs> gave, gave her a head massage while she was popping it out. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, boys, um, just on this, before we get into like, we're going to recap week one and week two of the finals because obviously we've had a couple of weeks off. Um, but before we do that, I want you guys to give your own team a rating on how you think they perform for the year in terms of your expectations. And then obviously if they were starting to travel all right, do you think they, you know, did they do what they should have done or not? Maka, we'll go to you first. Dragons, what were you honestly thinking before the season and, and how would you rate their season overall? Well, so I would have gave them, I think, 13-14. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give them a C so they've... Uh, Done better than my expectations. So well, give, give them a C plus. C plus is you know a pass mark. Yeah. It's above expectations. So yeah, we'll give them a C plus. It's a pass mark there. You know we've got a few few young faces in the team. So the you know the coach Hook gave me uh, gave me a bit of a trial. Got some old heads that are gonna fuck off um, next year. You know yeah. Moose and a few other blokes. So no, it's, yeah, we'll see what happens next year. I think we've just signed um, Jacob Little from the Tigers for one year. So yeah, he's not that's bad. A huge, that's a huge signing. That'll, yeah. that'll, yeah, that'll so. resurrect the club. That will. Yeah, will. <laughs> uh, he'll be Daly Evans for like, years. He's like, he's like, is he slower than Andrew McCulloch now? <sighs> no, nah, I think no he's a little bit better than McCulloch. Yeah, no one's but, that slow. Um, yeah, we're making a few little signings. There's whispers about um, Fafita coming over. I don't, I don't think that will happen. That's just a... Yeah, no. His girlfriend plays for the Dragons. I reckon it's bloody it's in the pipeline, eh? Yeah, we'll have to, have to wait and see. Could be an Adam Elliott and Millie Boyle job. Oh, yeah, Dragons yeah. can't afford a million dollars a year for someone that um, got showed up by the other edge back row for the Titans, um, <laughs> Thermal, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, true, especially when he's on like a quarter of the money. Um, so C+, plus. we'll give him a C+. Plus. That's that's not a bad one, so that's a, that's a good season for... Um, for the, for the Dragons. We'll give them a round of applause. C+. A bit better than what we thought they were going to do. Uh, Carrick, the Broncos. Expectations before the season and what would you give their overall season performance a mark? Uh, my expectations were sort of that 8th to 10th spot. I didn't... Uh, I might have talked it up, but realistically, I thought if we could be contesting for the finals, it was going to be a pretty good year considering where we'd been the previous two seasons. So, um, it was just we had a bit of a bit of a run there and everyone was getting a bit excited and a bit carried away but you know, we're, we're miles and miles off the top six six sides and it it, sh- it show, definitely showed at the back end of the year so um, yeah I'll give them a C I think it's a pass mark or, I know it was a horrible end of the year but if you take away those last four games it'd probably be you know a B a B plus to an A so so you got, um, yeah. you got you got Reece Walsh coming next year. Um, Payne Haas is still a little bit up in the air. It still looks like he still wants to leave. Um, what what do you need for next year then to get over that hump and make finals footy? I think we need another front rower, and I think we need another edge back rower. So I don't know where they're going to come from. And I think we need Herbie Farnsworth probably stay fit and re-sign him. Hopefully it'll be. Unfortunately, we probably re-sign re-sign the wrong centre on a big contract. Herbie's probably the. The better centre now, unfortunately. Stag's got too many errors in his game. But no, another year for the young kids, mate. Another year for Cobbo. Yep. Um, 
another year for um, hopefully Reece Walsh comes through. He has a lot of errors in a game, but hopefully big big off season for him. But mm. Jordan Ricky's probably got to go, and we need a hooker. I don't know. I don't, there's a young kid coming through, Blake Moser, but yeah, pretty desperate for a hooker. That's probably the main thing. I don't know where we're going to find one of them from. So you need about nine new players. No, nah, we probably just need two or three, mate. I think we'll be contesting for that tops. We're we're not that far behind, like the Sharks and the um the Sharks and who else got another behind the Roosters a fair way. Storm. We're not that far behind. Yeah, yeah. oh, we're a fair way behind the Storm whenever we play them. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we'll be around that sort of six to eight again next year, mate. I don't think it's going to be anything silly. I think those top four six sides are a fair way in front of us. All right, beautiful. Interesting off-season for the Bronx ahead. Uh, Macca, your trivia. It gets absolute massive fanfare every time you're on. Please let me know that you've got another trivia second section for us today. Yeah, we do, Jason. We do. Um, Love it. So we've got a two-part question here. Two-part? So I'll hit it with the, yeah, we'll hit it with the first one. Mm-hmm. What teams haven't won a grand final? So basically never won a premiership? Yeah. Well, the Warriors would yep. be one. Yep. So is there, the, only, is there only two? The St. George mm-hmm. or the Warriors, right? No, no, we've had one. Oh, no, they did that in 2010. Yeah. Uncle Bennett got them over the line, mate. Yeah, Uncle Wayne, yeah, he did. Um, so is there only two teams, Macca, or is there more? Two teams, mate. Two, two teams. teams. So you got Warriors the, one. Got Warriors and... Is this in the Premiership era? Is this in the NRL Premiership era? Like Premier, Premiership era. Yeah, Premiership era. Oh, the Eels haven't won one in 36 years. Yeah, yep. No, you said there's only two. Yeah, no, I don't know where I've got this uh, stats from, so <laughs> maybe, maybe it's since um, 1908, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so teams that have never, ever won a premiership. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Well, um, that, we can, that we can think of, yeah. Uh, so the Warriors we know definitely. Oh, the Titans. The Titans have never won a premiership. The Titans. Oh, there you go. That's the, other, that's the other one I had written down there. Yeah, yeah Warriors, yeah, yeah. Titans. Yeah, beautiful. All right, so it sucks to be a, a Warriors and Titans supporter because maybe they're, maybe they're thinking the Eels are going to do it, mate. So um, that's why they weren't in my little um, steel here. But yeah, Eels are going to do it, mate. With no, oh yeah, right, yeah. We'll get into that. Get on the train, boys. No, nah, we're not getting on that train. That's a stupid train, especially for this weekend's game. All right, well let's get into um, let's get into week one first because, like I said, we haven't been off for two weeks, so we'll do a quick quick snapshot on week one. Um, Finals kicked off on the Friday night. The Panthers, much too classy and strong for Parramatta. Um, Kerrid's Parramatta Eels, I guess we should call them. Uh, 27 points to eight. Um, any real major takeaways from that? But pretty much Panthers are, are golden for the grand final again? No, Eels, Eels, if you go back to watch the game, Eels actually dominated that first half. They just couldn't put a try away. And then once the second half came and Moses got hurt, it all sort of fell apart for them. So... Um, it's not as negative as everyone making out that game. Like it was one point in it at half time, and Eels should have had two or three tries. And I think if they played the way they did against the Raiders, they would have. So Eels are Eels are certainly for the grand final, mate. Mm, I, don't, I don't know about that one. Um, on the Saturday, we had two games. Uh, the big boil over, I guess, for the finals this so far. The Raiders got up over the Storm, twenty-eight points to twenty in Melbourne. Uh, Macca. Is the Storm dynasty coming to an end? Oh, no, nah, I think they just had a few injuries, mate. Eh? We'll and see what happens with Munster. Mm. But, yeah, I don't think... Pabby wasn't playing, was he? Nah. Pabby was out, so, yeah, what, you know, what, that, he was a big... What happens with Munster? What, if he's going to sign with Redcliffe or if he's returning yeah, Anastasia, if he's returned, Anastasia's if he's... Uh, phone calls? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. So see what happens with uh, Munster, if he's going to stay on. He's on there for next year, but what happens after that? And then, yeah, they didn't have Pappy playing for the final, so that's a that's a big out. Um, mm. No, I never, never write them off. They're good, well, good team, good culture. Well, no cheese next year, so there's another key player that they're going to lose going forward. Um, already losing guys like... You know, Nico Hines and Dale Finucane, um, Josh Adokar. So they've had quite a few quality players leaving now. Cheese is leaving. So, yeah, I mean, Pappy comes back and the team's going to be huge for the next year. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the Storm, I think they're I not... I think they're done. Uh, I yeah. reckon they're done. They're losing both the Bromwich boards and Kafusi. I know they're getting a bit of age, but... That's right. They're 80-minute yeah. players every week. So, well, not mm. Jesse, the front row, but... Um, Losing their heart and soul of the team, those Bromwich boys and Kafusi, and they're replacing them with who? What? Who they got? Sims. Sims is going there. Like Sims yeah. only had what three three good games in his life in New South Wales. And the fact that so, Bellamy's Bellamy's only on for one more year. Bellamy's so, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, right. he's only really signed an extra one year extension a couple of times now. So you'd think that he's probably coinciding with Munster to maybe leave at the end of next year at the same time. So um, yeah, difficult for for guys like Hinchy who have known nothing but you know. Diamonds and gold for, for the whole time that Storm have been in the comp, but we'll be interesting to see going forward, especially guys like Harry Grant um, and Hughes whenever they have to come up for extensions in a couple of years' time again. So if there's no Bellamy and no Munster around, um, Pappy the same. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Storm go forward from next year. Um, the other game, the Cowboys. Well, you back, you, back them into the, you back them into the eight next year? Uh, I'll have to see who they recruit. They're going to need a few I mean, like I said, if they're losing Kafusi and the Bromwiches, um, there's three of their starting forwards gone. They're losing Cheese, so there's like a 14-slash-starting lock as well. So they're losing four quality forwards. Um, they've got to replace them with someone. So I'll definitely wait to see who they get in the, ne- in the next you know, six months because anything can happen between now and then. You can get disgruntled players from, from certain teams who want to leave and join other clubs. So... Yeah, see I how they look come yes March. Or no, Jason? Um, yes or no? Yeah, that was a long yes or no, wasn't it? <laughs> I'll, all right, I'll give you an early scoop. I'll say no, they won't make the eight next year. Ooh, Ooh. better record right. that next year. Right, write that one down, mate. <laughs> write that one down, put on the spreadsheet. I will say Munster will probably look for an early exit and he might get some stupid, ridiculous offer to go to Redcliffe, and he might leave. And Bellamy, the players know he's going to be done at the end of the year, and I think there's going to be too many distractions for the players. There's going to be a lot of young guys coming through that probably are unproven, and, um, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a transition year next year, I think, for the, for the Storm. So, um, yeah, I'll say no. I'll say they won't make the eight. Big call, big call. There you go. I'll, I'll delete No, that. I've got them in the eight. I've got them in the eight. What do you got, Kerr? Ah, uh, no, they'll be around there, mate. But, it, you know, one injury now to Harry, who's a bit susceptible to injuries. And mm. Pappy's just a matter of when, not if, <laughs> he's going to get injured. So, And he's coming back from shattered patella. Like, yeah. I don't know, you read all the stuff about it. Like, he might not even come back. Like, it's That's a it's huge injury. Shattered, shattered in patella, 10 so. places. It's not like it was like an even split and it went in two. It shattered into 10 different pieces. Like, that's pretty, pretty severe. So he's still going to be a great player, but... Obviously, Pappy, his biggest weapon is his blinding speed off the mark and the way he can change direction. I mean, he's obviously not going to have what he was ever again, but he'll still be pretty damn good. He'll still be probably quicker and faster than 98% of the competition still. But, yeah, he's definitely not going to, you know, you lose it. You hear it from a lot of players. You lose that yard or two, and it makes a huge difference for making breaks and scoring tries, especially for backs. So, Yeah, so, yeah I agree, mate. Like, Harry Grant and Munster obviously be... 
the origin period, so they're going to lose their two best players. Origin is happy to get to. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They'll be around the eight, but yeah, I'll, I'll give them on the fence, mate. Yep. Um, the other game on Saturday night was an absolute cracker. I went to Golden Point. Um, the Cowboys managed to get up from behind, 32 points to 30. Tamalolo scoring a try with about five seconds before full time. And then Valentine Holmes kicking from about 45 metres out to win it for them in Golden Point extra time. Um, boys, what do we think of that game? The Sharks, as we know now, have basically gone out in straight sets. Usually there is a team that finishes in the top four every year that usually does go out in straight sets. They kind of overachieved. Looks like the Sharks might have been that team this year. Oh, I don't think Sharkies or Cowboys have really... I said it before the game, I'll stand by. I don't think either of those sides have really proved themselves against oh, the big boys this year. Here we go. And uh, I think it'll get proved this weekend. The Cowboys will get a flog them, but we'll talk about that later. But uh, it was a good game of footy, but I think both teams are... Um, yeah, I don't know. It, sh- it showed on the weekend how far Sharks are off the face of the top sides, anyway. Macca? Yeah, I just enjoy watching the game. It's always good when you see a um, game go to Golden Point and um, extra time and Golden Point on that one. So, no, you don't see that off, uh, very often. Mm. So, well, is, that, is that only for finals? I haven't. Yeah, uh, yeah, last time I saw that, I think, was a... Um, I think it was a Roosters-Tigers game, I think, maybe. I think they sort of... They went to, like, no, extra well, they changed time. The rule. Oh, they changed the rules. They changed the rule. Remember after? Remember Wayne cracked up after the infamous twenty fifteen. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They said it's not fair, you know, to go to Golden Point, so they changed the rules. So they got ten minutes of normal play, and then yeah, Golden Point after that. Well, I know so we, yeah, we, for the first time for the first we time would have won on the, TV, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we would have won twenty fifteen if those rules were in place. So. Ah, would have, could have, should have. Sit down, robbed, robbed, robbed again. <laughs> forward pass, forward pass to the end. The end. <laughs> You got short-term memory, don't you? You remember they met in the finals the very next year, and they actually beat them in in extra time the very next year. First, and on a little flip yeah, pass inside back to Morgan, and they won in twenty sixteen by doing it by the new rules anyway. So I don't know what you're on about. Yeah, I'm not talking. Neither team won twenty sixteen, <laughs> so it doesn't count. Uh, uh, and wrapping up week one, the Bunnies absolutely murdered the Roosters um, in, I don't know if you could call what that game was, a football game, but seven guys getting sent off to the sin bin. Uh, it was a bit of a debacle. It seemed like the game stopped every 20, 30 seconds for some sort of incident. Um, but the Bunnies did prevail 30-14, to 14, turning around the result from the week before. What did we think of that game? Was it a good game? Was it a classic? Or was it just something that was a little bit embarrassing for everyone involved? Yeah, I think it was enjoyable for a bit. You know, there's some big hits and the um, mm. all the boys are yeah getting, getting right into it and fiery. You know, um, you got Hargraves and Lodge and Radley. They always like to um, put the shots on to inspire in, uh, inspire the team. But yeah, just got a bit too stupid. You know, seven sin bins in um, one game. That's not right. Always good to watch, mate. When um, you know the big boys come up against each other. Yeah, it was a good rivalry. Obviously, South. You know, Roosters, everyone knows they hate each other. It has been for 100 years now. But, yeah, I thought I thought it was probably getting a little bit too ridiculous at one point. I think halfway through the second half, I'm watching it going, geez, boys, like, I just I just want to see a good footy game. Like, now, I know you're all passionate. You're all trying to smash each other and put it on for the fans. But I just, I thought it was getting a little bit, taking the piss out of it a little bit in the second half. But what do you think, Eric? Yeah, I okay. probably got a little bit silly there, but it, it was good to see when the boys were there. But, oh, mate, I just can't stand footy players lying down there. Like, mm. the dead set, the first 20 minutes, every time the troll got tackled, he lied on the ground. I know they get the penalty. I know everyone does it, but uh, just seeing him lie on the ground and then get up and smile, like, it just 
it just absolutely does my head in. But what do we do about the rule? Because I remember a few years ago this was a problem, and then they said, all right, if you can't get up to play the ball and the ref has to stop play, you have to go off. So like well, did that, they ever bring that in, but I don't think they well, ever brought that they, in. Well, they did. I did remember that because it stopped guys because straight away, you, I remember for a few weeks there, it did sort of stop and guys were like, you'd see them laying down thinking I'm going to milk a penalty and their players would be like, no, nah, get up, get up. And then, oh, that's right. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to go off for like 10, 15 minutes if I do. So, yeah, I mean, they, they've got to do something because, yeah, we can't have guys just diving and milking penalties left, right and centre if they get a, you know, a little slap on the chin or something. So... Um, yeah, we've got to reinstitute something where, you know, if you can't actually get up within like two, three seconds to play the ball and the ref has to stop play, you've got to go off, like plain and simple. And, you know, maybe use an interchange for it. If there's no penalty blown, if it's not foul play, that's an interchange you lose. So, yeah, they've definitely got to do something about that, I reckon. I think the, I think the NRL's caught in two lines with that one. I think they'd like to do that, but then they don't want players who actually are hurt getting straight back up and playing because then I, mean, I think it would be illegal sort of things. Like if they do actually get hit properly and they get up and they have concussion, then they'll say, well, we were going to get a penalty. We weren't going to get a penalty, so there's mm. no point. And he's got a concussion. But, mate, the ref can see it. If it's a bad shot in this day and age, it's like the ref can see it straight away. Like, yeah, well, that's what they're so, there for, aren't they? That's what they're there for. And they're just waiting for those little slaps that the referee misses to get the penalty. So, mm. Yeah, I agree. I think you should mandatory five minutes. You have to be off if you stay down, and if you get a penalty, if you get a penalty, it's a penalty. But then mandatory, you have to go off the field for five minutes. So yeah, you know that would put an end to it yeah. pretty quickly. Um, week two of the finals, probably not much to really talk about last weekend's games because they were both pretty easy blowouts. The Eels had managed to get back into the winner's circle, beating the Raiders forty to four. Good season for the Raiders, but um, you know, obviously, I think they probably. You know, did what they did. They had a good run to sort of make the finals and then, you know, had a bit of an upset over the storm. But, yeah, it was a bit of a Cinderella story that only really lasted one week. And then the Bunnies, they looked just way too classy for the Sharks. Obviously, the Sharks had that 92-minute game against the Cowboys the the weekend before. Um, probably might have drained them a little bit. But, yeah, the Bunnies and Latrell, they just seem to be firing at the right time of the year. What do we take going forward into this weekend's games, Carrot? Because the first one we've got is your Parramatta Eels against the Mighty Mighty Cowboys. Um, actually, I'm not going to go to you first. I'm going to ask Macca because you're just going to be on the Parramatta bandwagon. Mac- Macca, what do you reckon about this game? It's going to be up in Townsville. It's going to be 30 degrees. It's going to be hot and humid. The Eels don't like the humidity. They got absolutely roped in by the Cowboys up in Darwin earlier this year by 30 points. Are we going to see something similar or is it going to be a tighter game? Well, I think it'll be a tight game, but I'm going with the Cowboys just with their defence. Um, yep. They've had a good defence all year. Mm-hmm. Everyone's um, looks like they've got a full full squad. So yep. yeah, I'm back and um, back in the Cowboys and uh, Young Cotter, mate. Young Cotter, tackle hard. He'll, he'll make he'll make fifty plus tackles. He'll, he'll just tackle all day, play eighty minutes. Yeah, he's a bit yeah, of a machine. Be, uh, yeah, I'm on, I'm on the Cowboys, mate. Nice and tight. We'll give him um, two point win. I'm a bit I'm a bit unsure. Like they, they their bench, they've gone with Hammer, Leilua, Cohen, Hess, Griffin, Neem. Probably could have done with dropping Cohen Hess. But I really thought uh, watching that game against the Sharks, it really seemed like they needed just someone off the bench to give them a little something. And I really thought Jake Granville could have been a bit of a difference maker in that second half in the Sharks game. And it probably could be the same in Parramatta. If it is like, say, 14 all with 20 to go, bringing a guy like Granville on to just make a few little inroads in from dummy half and just sort of keep the defence guessing around that ruck will just open it up for the guys out wide. I really thought they sort of missed an opportunity in putting Granville in and maybe dropping Hess or someone, but 
Carrot, we'll give it to you now, now, mate. You're now gone from Bronco man to uh, Parramatta man, mate. Why are they going to beat the Cowboys? I think they're. I, I still think they're the best side in the comp when they're on. Uh, I think their forward pack is head and shoulders the best forward pack in the comp when um, when those five blokes are all when Maddo, uh, Lane, Papali, uh, Big Paulo, and Gillard when those five blokes are on, uh, they're the best forwards in the comp. So I think that's where they'll win it against the Cowboys. Um, they got Tamalolo's obviously a gun and Nanai's solid out wide but um, yeah Eels for me mate they play at a tempo that um, no one can match with it's just their consistency is always in problem so I think they'll I think they'll start too strong for the Cowboys and I think they'll blitz them so the problem with Parramatta in years past they've always looked good in, during the season um, but usually the halves have kind of gone missing in big games even when they were given the nod to play in Origin 3 last year when Mitch Moses got the call-up, sort of did a bit of nothing, and he's kind of done a little bit of nothing in a lot of finals games in the history. Do you think this is going to be different for some year and Brown and Moses are going to take this game by control? Because that's that's the only way in my eyes I can see Parramatta even winning is if Brown and Moses play to their potential and actually you know have one of their better games. But just, I don't know, they've got a bit of a history, those two, of just sort of going a little quiet when games get a bit tense and it might be a bit tight. They just sort of seem to be nowhere to be found. Yeah, this will be huge, mate. This will be this will be Mitch Moses' biggest game of his career so far. Um, I think this is this is he has to win this one. It's uh, it's all on him, and he absolutely blitzed the Raiders when he went off there for that fifteen minutes on the weekend. Uh, Eels looked very very average without him. They went back to a pretty average side. So this is a big one for um, Mitch Moses. If he loses this one, then everyone will be <laughs> all the barbs will be out again saying Moses can't win a premiership. He's not good enough. So mm-hmm. yeah, huge game. Up in Townsville, this is the big thing for the Cowboys. That'll be the um, if it was down in Sydney, I'd give the Cowboys no chance. But being up in Townsville, I don't know. It's been a bit warm too the last few days, so I imagine oh, she might be a bit. She's been hot, even in Brisbane, there. even in Brisbane, and mate, it's been thirty degrees the last two days. It's been sunny, it's been humid, so it's going to be even worse up there. So, yeah, I don't know how they're going to go with that. But uh, all right, give me a score, boys. Macca, uh, I'm going to go eighteen sixteen Cowboys. 18-16 Cowboys. All right, Carrot. What, what is your score prediction? Uh, I think it'll be 28-10 for the Eels, mate. 28-10? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cow's D is too good for that, Carrot. <laughs> Sit down. Mate, did you watch the Cow's D against the Sharks? It was like it was like paper thin. Sharks were literally doing nothing and scoring tries. It's, oh, stop it. Yeah, different level we're of team, mate. Boys are in Townsville, mate. That's it. That's it. Different, different team. Um, I'm going to go 32-12. I think the Cowboys. I think. I think. <laughs> kidding I think oh, uh, kidding look, I think like Macca said, I'm hanging had, up now. They've had the. Did you watch the game last week? Did they've had the second. Week? They've had the second best defense all season long. Um, they've also <laughs> been one of the best attacking teams. Like despite letting the Sharks score 30, they did score 32 themselves. So they can match fire with fire if it's one of those types of games. I think the Eels, I think the Halves, Moses and Brown, they're just, I can only go on their history and every time it's a big game, their sphincters get a little bit tight and they just don't play. They just four rucks and a kick, four rucks and a kick, four rucks and a kick. So you'd prefer, you'd prefer this weekend, if you had a choice, you were the coach of any team and you could choose Deard and Townsend or Brown and Moses as your halves for the game. So again, who would you go with? I picked the team that has been playing very well all year, not like <laughs> Parramatta, where Parramatta were just... Patchy one week, great the next. Patchy the next week, losing to bad teams. The Cowboys stuck solid all year. They played well. They played to their potential. They know who they are. They've had a week off. 
and it's going to be Wait, a hot, answer, humid day. Question. It's going to be a hot, humid day <laughs> in Townsville, and I think they've got all the advantage of having the week off. I think that's a big, big factor this time of year. Is they've they've played as one of the best defensive teams all year. They've had a week off, and they're going to be at home for a semi final to make the grand final. I think. That's just... Eels had a training run last week, mate. They didn't even sweat through. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But no, I think I think it's going to be... I think it'll be a close first half. It could be like a, a 12-6 first half. And then I just see the second half, the heat and the humidity and having the week off. I think the Eels will just run out of gas in the second half and the Cows will put on three or four tries and she'll all be over. And Queensland Country Bank Stadium will be rocking and the, the boys will be going to their... What? That'll be their fourth grand final in the last 17 years. Not too bad. Dreaming, mate, dreaming. <laughs> the other major semi-final on Saturday night, this is a big one. The Penrith Panthers, they will be at home hosting Luttrell and the Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs have kind of been, you know, a bit of a streaky team over the last two months. They've really, since Luttrell come back into the lineup, um, they've been beating just about everybody and putting points on wherever they can. Uh, they play a very fast, hybrid sort of, you know, ad-lib style of football, which is very hard to predict and and defend against. The Panthers are the number one defensive team in the league. Um, Kerry, we'll go to you first, mate. How do you see this game matching up? Uh, Bunnies probably should give them a bit of a run, actually. Bunnies were <laughs> incredibly impressive against the Sharks. Sharks were well off the pace, but yeah, they absolutely blitzed the Sharkies on the weekend. So hopefully it's a close one, mate. Hopefully both sides bass, bass the buggery out of each other. And, um, yeah, because whoever wins the power and Cowboys game will be definitely going for them in the final, that's for sure. So, but yeah, Panthers, Panthers, mate. You big game man to back against. Macca? I'm going to go opposite of Kerrit. I'm going to back back the uh, Rabbitohs, mate. Um, back the Rabbitohs. This is why, you're, not, this is why not, you're so far behind me on the tipping comp, mate. <laughs> you're not going to oh, back I your boy, Isaiah Yao. Isaiah Yao, who wins every Daily M award there is. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm just seeing they got uh, Charlie Staines on the uh, on the wing. They're just going to target him. They're going to run over him. Yeah, he is All a smaller body. Yeah, I who, Mil- who, Mil- Mil- Mil's going to run over him? Mill scored two tries on the weekend, mate. He killed it. You seen the size of his biceps? <laughs> I could have scored two tries on that Rabbitohs back line, mate. You'd be still over 50 metre line jogging, mate. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I've got Rabbitohs, boys. Um, It'd be a good game, but yeah, Rabbitohs for me. Yeah. How, why don't Panthers get a home game? Why is it at Allianz Stadium? How come Panthers aren't at Panthers Stadium for that one? I think they. Stadium. I think they. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Core stadium. stadium. I think. I think they yeah, just. They, they want the bigger stuff. crowd, obviously. I think you know, out at Penrith, I think their max capacity is like probably eighteen, twenty thousand people. So, um, it's still a Penrith home game. They're still going to get all the money and revenue from the game. But yeah, if you can pack forty thousand, forty-two thousand, whatever it is, the capacity there. I mean, it's probably a business decision for the Panthers. They probably think uh, they don't really need to play at home in Penrith. They'll um they'll beat anyone anywhere. So uh, they'll just get double the money gate take for it so yeah I think that's that's probably a business decision more than anything but um, yeah look for me the Bunnies have been had a great last seven eight weeks usually you do look at teams because sometimes you'll see a team that just has a bit of a run and sort of makes their way to a grand final but again same reason for the Cowboys I think having that week off these teams have been bashing each other the last few weeks and I think having a week off this time of year is just going to be perfect for the Panthers so I think though the Bunnies will give them a good run for their money but um a bit interesting, like the, the Bunnies, they really were sort of outside the eight more than they were inside the eight most of the season. They had Uncle Wayne leave and they had uh, COVID gravy knee hamstring Adam Reynolds go up to the, the Broncos and 
they're sort of right back where they were last year. I mean, this is the, the grand final from last year, and now they're playing the Panthers to try and make another grand final. So it's a bit of a testament to the guys who did stick around there. It seems like they've, you know, peaked at the right time. Guys like Latrell and Cody Walker and, I mean, Damian Cook, this is, if they're any chance of winning, I think Damian Cook and Cameron Murray, that's that's the two guys that really need to have a, a big game for the Bunnies if they're to go to a back-to-back grand final. Yeah, I agree, mate. It's, this is a huge game for Cook because I think this game will probably decide who the second hooker is, or if they take one of them for Australia. Like, I reckon Coruscant is the best hooker and in the game. I think he's a better hooker than Grant. So if um, Appy has a big game, then Appy could be the Australian hooker, mate, in the World Cup side. Come on, mate. Turpin. Turpin's got the nine already. Please, he's off to the he's off to the Cowboys, apparently. No, stop it. We don't need him. Robson's Robson's off to the Dragons. That's why they got a little for one year and they're getting Robson. Uh, give us a score, boys. Uh, Macca got a score for the Panthers Rabbitohs game and maybe a first try scorer. I'm going to go Rabbitohs 32 to Panthers 28. Wow. Well, that's With a high scoring game. High scoring for a major semi final. Yeah, right. And I'm going to go Brian Toe, first try scorer. So you got Toho first try, but then you got the bunnies just running over them after that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Makes sense. All right. Um, Carrot? Oh, I think it'll be a close one. I reckon it'll be 13, 13 12. Cleary kick field goal and win the game. Uh, yeah, I like Toho first try. So that's a good one. Mako, he's playing on the left now. He's taking May spot. So it's old shit stains out on the right. So. Uh, yeah, so first try scores nice. So Johnson both models, aren't they, for the first try scores? Yeah, I'll um I'll go everyone's favourite pest. I'll say Jerome Luai gets first try scorer, sneak up out of the line, he just steps inside and scores. Um and I will go Panthers I'll go twenty to twelve. I think it'll be a bit of a close one and maybe Panthers get a late try to sort of seal the deal. So I'll say twenty to twelve Panthers. Good game, I reckon it's game, game of the round for sure. The other one will be a blowout, so hopefully we get one close game for the weekend. Stop it, stop it. Oh, I'm just going to say, Rabideau is going to be the one of the first team to um, win a grand final outside the top four. They're due, mate, they're due. Well, first. first team to win a grand final outside the top four. Has that never been done before? You love, you, you've always been a bit of a child, man, haven't you? You love old <laughs> No, nah, there's only been two, Jason, apparently, since 1908. Broncos, 1993. Oh. And Bulldogs ninety ninety five. That's the top eight. But they, they didn't have top eight. They didn't have top eight back then. Yeah, they yeah, were, they were, they were I, top I don't fives. know how. They had top fives, man. Macca, I'm, I'm to, just throwing stats out I'm there. Gonna, like, that's just what <laughs> they've said. But. Hey, he's true. Yeah, they were from eight, outside but. the top eight. It was in the top five. No, actually, they had to be in a top five. No, they must have had top eight in like ninety seven, ninety eight. I remember Broncos. Someone was outside. Yeah, but like I said, like outside top four. No, it would have been it would have been in '95 because '95 was when they expanded the competition when they brought the Cowboys and the Crushers and all those teams. They would have went to a top eight then. It must have been a top five before that. Yeah, well, they say Broncos '93 came from fifth and Bulldogs came from sixth. Yeah, yeah, the Broncos were fifth out of five because there would have been only five teams still making the semis. Um, and yeah, now Bulldogs would have been right. That would have been the first first year they had a top eight. So, yeah, yeah 95. Yeah. Yeah. 95 and 96. However, yeah, 95 was the first year it started. So, yeah. Broncos yeah. must have been, buddy. Let's, let's, see if we, let's see if we can get another one. Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs. Specials from Macca. 
Um, Mac, have you got a multi or anything for us? I mean, I know you gave us your first try scorer before with Tyo, but anything already for early preview for the weekend, or is it still a bit too nah, early? No, to no, got, got, yeah, a bit too early, Jason. Oh. Been uh, a bit tied up with work at the moment, mate. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get there you go. in a couple of days. 95 to 99, they used the old system. That was when first played eight. And second played seventh and third played then in ninety ninety nine they changed the system to the McIntyre. Well one and one plays four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much better that system. Top four players. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot four. Yeah, now it's a lot harder for the bottom four. Back then, if you're eight and you played team one, you only need one lucky game and then you're right, aren't you? Well, I think the Storm lost to the Warriors, didn't they? And then the War- Storm like finished first and then the Warriors beat them in, in Melbourne because they were always their bogey team. And then Melbourne had to yeah, like go yeah. on the road and play someone else in the next semi final, even though they were like the number one team all season. I think that's when they were like, "Yeah, we need to change this rule." Change the system. Well, that was when yeah, the bottom two sides who lost three out, so you didn't win automatically. Out, that's right. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. the third place team used to actually could be eliminated first week of the finals when there was like some upsets. Yeah, correct. yeah, yeah. If, if some yeah, of the bottom correct. bottom teams won. Yeah, the third place yep. team was like, yeah, shit. We we had a good year. We finished third, and we lost the semi, and now we're out. So yeah, that was part yeah, of the reason done. they changed that. So good that they yep. did. A bit like Kerr's uh, fantasy comp, mate. This year, oh, mate, give it up, mate. Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted he wanted to change the rules, so he got a um, free entry into the grand final, pretty much. Oh, mate, still had to win a game to make the grand final, mate. That's the way the world works, there. Eh? Nah, no, nah, he done well. He done well. He done well. Okay, back to back, but. Done well to uh, Riggy's own comp and win it. That's uh, yeah, yeah, true yeah. True fantasy style right there. I think he learned off Jason Ansel. No, I'm yeah, done. There's nothing here. <laughs> All right, boys, up the mighty Eels 2022 grand final premieres. Stop it. Well, Leave it at that. we'll definitely see. I'll see how the footy goes this weekend and uh, – We'll have our grand final preview and season wrap-up podcast. We'll get all the boys on for a couple of minutes each. Um, but until then, boys, I guess uh, enjoy the enjoy the footy this weekend and um, I guess we'll talk to you next week. Up the mighty eel. See you next week, boys. <laughs> Sounds good, Jase. See you, boys. See you, boys. Bye. Bye.